Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Purely Wrestling, the pro wrestling podcast. Episode 1, the inaugural podcast. Sponsored by SRB Media Podcasts. All shows will be hosted on the SRB Radio platform. So please go to srbradio.podbean.com. That's srbradio.podbean.com. This podcast will bring you all the latest and greatest news around the world of professional wrestling, in particular the WWE Universe. I'm very excited and pleased about this inaugural podcast. Um, I'm co-hosting this jointly with uh, my uh, buddy Matt Penny. Matt, how are you? Thanks for uh, setting this up and, uh, and having me set this up. You know, it's been a Twitter page for quite a while and it's nice to expand out now. Um, so yeah, all good, mate. Looking forward to it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's as I said, it's the first uh, podcast of Purely Wrestling, so uh, we've got a lot to talk about. Can you just take us through the contact details and, and the main uh, subject of the the podcast. So everybody, go and follow us on Twitter at Purely Wrestling. Um, we'll probably set up an email and stuff later down the line. But for now, everything on Twitter, uh, DM us or just at us with uh, any comments or questions, and we'll get back to you. Um, so obviously, this show the inaugural will be about WrestleMania 36. Um, bit different how I imagined it would be like a month ago. Um, you know, now it's behind closed doors with everything going on in the world at the moment. Um, so a different show to how I would imagined it would have been because, you know, when you're looking at, at wrestling matches, you're going to go off the crowd reaction and WrestleMania is all about the hype and the normality of it all. But this time it's going to be a bit, a little, little bit different. So it's going to be a bit, bit weird, but I'm looking forward to breaking it down with you and uh, let's see what happens. Yeah, and as, as you said, and that's on April the 4th, but I think it goes, that, because they're taping this, aren't they? Because obviously it's behind closed doors. Yeah, they're doing it over two nights um, because they, they've put on so many matches. I think they want to make the most out of it. So it's going to be on the Saturday night and the Sunday night. Yeah, so how will that play out for, um, I mean, people in the UK? Is it still, it's BT now. It's on BT and I'm sure you can buy it. But I think most people now watch it on the, the WWE Network. Network, which is a stream, so, streaming so Yeah, it's so much cheaper. It's so much cheaper. Um, I, I, I hear is it a monthly it, subscription? Yeah. Yeah, nine ninety, and I and you get the first month for free. So wow. if you like sign up now, you get mm. WrestleMania for free. So wow, yeah, that's a good deal. deal. Yeah. Um, but I, I hear every paper view. I hear that there's like some technical difficulties. There's the mm. same old people sort of complain about. Oh, I never get a good stream. But I've never had an issue of it in sort of four years, so that's just my experience. Yeah. So, so you joined it from the start, then I think it came out about four years ago. Yeah, it was it was meant to be out. It was delayed like six months, six months, six months, mm. and then they released it in January of of, of one year. Mm. And I was like, oh, I was probably one of the first to sign up. Probably if you if the, if you looked at the stats, um, I was there at midnight signing up. <laughs> <laughs> The equivalent of uh, remember when the new when a new game used to come out and you had to queue up 
overnight to be one of the first to get the new game, you know, console, PS2 or equivalent yeah, of that. Me. Yeah, that's me. That's <laughs> and the good me. thing is online, you don't queue up outside in the freezing cold. No, absolutely not. But I was, I did it like everybody else. I bought DVDs and pay-per-views before that. And it mm. was just like that. You had to wait for the pay-per-view to come out on DVD a few months afterwards. Yeah. And now you've got everything on demand right there within seconds. It's mm. just so much easier. Yeah. Thank God for the digital world and especially in the current climate as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think it's saving a lot of people. I think a lot of people would go mad if they didn't have Netflix and the WWE Network and mm. UFC Fight Pass and all that. Yeah, absolutely. So um, the the main event uh, at W the uh, WrestleMania 36 is is Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre. Um, that's for the uh, WWE champion. Then we've got the Universal Champion, which brings Goldberg back. But I think Reigns is uh, pulled out of this one, so I'm not sure if you've got an update on who's replaced Roman Reigns. He's pulled out because uh, he, he had leukemia and his uh, immune system is heavily um, affected by 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 the treatment. Um, they keep it's really weird. They're keeping everything completely under wraps. So they had a uh, they've been they pre-taped this over this week, and they had a filming crew of about five or six people uh, in the arena at one time. So there's no spoilers that I've seen. There's no leaks come out. Um, a couple of people I've seen say it should be Braun Strowman. Um, mm-hmm. but it, I would just take the the, the match off. Yeah. To, to be honest with you, um, yeah. it's. Just, it's just another. It's just another thing piling up on the mm. event. Um, I've, again, there's no like concrete spoilers apart from the Roman Reigns thing. Yeah. But apparently, a number of other superstars have refused to turn up this week because they don't want to risk it. Mm. Um, yeah. So I, I, we don't we don't know. You don't know what's going to happen. Um, again, there were rumours that WWE were going to release fake spoilers mm. to catch people out. So who knows? Who yeah. knows what's I, I wouldn't be surprised. Reigns thing is a. Uh, an actual joke, and he actually does turn up. Right. To be a bit, to be a bit of a, a surprise thing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> like, a, like, like you said, like a fake spoiler to, to get yeah. people excited or talking, which we are. Yeah. yeah <laughs> um, I suppose from a wrestler's perspective, uh, you, you brought up a good point about the climate nineteen. Um, if you're gonna, uh, if you're, you know, you're gonna face your op- opponent, and obviously with wrestling, it's close quarters. They must have gone through testing none of these guys yeah it's it might be a, a controversial viewpoint at this point in time but if you if WWE were to test all the rest of them, all the staff that they use and they're all negative get actual testing not just like checking their temperature if they had actual tests yeah, done yeah. and they all came back like negative, a reading I wouldn't see a problem with performing because uh, uh, there was uh, I think Becky Lynch was, uh, went on um, Ariel Helwani's show a bit mm. of a weird one um, but she went on and said oh well, they took our temperature and you know we filled out a questionnaire which makes me worry that a lot of people have come out and... Well, that's just symptoms, tested. yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people tested positive who had no symptoms before. Well, like, exactly, yeah. Yeah, but, like, like our own Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, had yeah. no symptoms for weeks, mm-hmm. and he's got it. Yeah. So, it's... Yeah, so if they took tests and everybody was negative, I, I don't see why the, the show couldn't go ahead. Well, and, yeah, I'm, I'm talking about the proper test that t- says that you haven't got the COVID-19 version of the yeah. virus. Not temperature is good, you haven't got... That's yeah. superficial, and it, it could be incubating for weeks. Okay, yeah. um, the the Undertaker's on the card. Yeah, AJ Styles. <laughs> yeah, he's on the card. Um, a, a guy who I thought he couldn't hardly walk these days. He, he had a hip replacement. That's right. Two years ago. Yeah, an actual hip replacement. Mm. And you see him walk. You see him walk to the ring. He is like really. He yeah, is, yeah, like, yeah. I just 
it's it's a, a criticism of WWE in recent times that Vince has been it goes down in history as, as the best person to build a star. But recent times he's struggled to do that, and he's does that show the lack things. of stars they've got so that they have to really bring Undertaker literally? I don't believe so. I, I, I believe it's their lack of wanting to rely on the younger stars. Mm. I think there's plenty of guys you can rely on, but they just don't have the faith, maybe, mm. or it's, it's a different time. Yeah. I, I think Undertaker had a perfect time. I think it was two or three years ago he lost to Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, mm. and he left his hat in the ring, he left his gloves in the ring. Yeah, like a, know, a, a formal <laughs> ceremonial retirement. Yeah, it, it was like a formal acceptance yeah. on TV. It wasn't mm. like a backstage thing. It was a formal thing that ended the pay-per-view mm. saying, this is me leaving everything in the ring. Mm. And he was back then. He was back to... Yeah. It just, and it just... It also delays that inevitable, mm. inevitable moment when he does formally retire. Yeah. He, he keeps doing it. So it's like, well, mm. when he do, finally does do it for real, do we believe him? Yeah. Do we take the the moment seriously mm. I'm sure Undertaker AJ Styles anyway would have been a great match sort of five or six years ago perhaps mm. now it's, it's it's a bony what that is I'm guessing it's going to be like a very highly um, cinematic um, match possibly not so I think there's going to be a lot of like cinematics that can cover up the fact that he's not a great worker anymore Undertaker mm. uh, I almost hope that it is I think in a ring um dodgy to say the least and that comes with the utmost respect like Undertaker will go down in history as one of the best ever to do it oh yeah longevity popularity character everything actually yeah. yeah the whole package just yeah. just now maybe it's time to, to, to give it up mm-hmm. um, yeah give it up appear on TV if you have to wrestle it in some other capacity um, yeah see so, and John Cena is uh, facing the fiend Bray Wyatt. And John Cena, obviously, for years has done quite a few movies, uh, I think. Yeah, he's been in a few movies. So he's he's sort of uh, dipping in and out of WWE, but he's back to face the fiend. Very similar to what The Rock did. Um, and I, I don't blame him. He's got that star name. He's got he's got the star look. Yeah. Um, his, his movies are um, not probably at The Rock's level yet, but he, he, he makes a lot of money from it. Yeah. Um, I think this is going to be his retirement, his last run in WWE. But while there's no fans, I, I think he'd probably delay that and, and come back for one more. Um, it's because this match was done. I think it was six years ago. John Cena and Bray Wyatt. It was done, um, and John Cena won that. And everybody was like, "Oh my God!" You know, of course he won it. And Bray Wyatt should have won it. He's the next yeah. big thing, the next big star. And six years later, we're still here, and Bray Wyatt still hasn't had that like breakout star moment mm. yet. Yeah. After losing to Goldberg a month ago, um, so it, it, this could have been his match to beat, finally beat John Cena in front of a hundred thousand people in a stadium, mm. and gone, wow, yeah, that's his moment. That's that's the moment there. That's John Cena actually passing the torch over and yeah. finally having that moment. Yeah. But with no with no fans, I just I just don't know if it's going to have the same effect on TV. No, no, and uh, just while you've uh, mentioned with no fans, let, let's just ponder on that for a bit that it's it's going to be it's going to be really strange that uh, you know especially I mean all crowds make make an event to a point I mean in in Japan they have a, a sumo tournament every year and I think the one in the March the grand sumo tournament is probably the biggest and that was to no fans at all so it was just a, a referee not really a referee but the ceremonial Guy and and the two two wrestlers and uh, that was weird. So, uh, but with wrestling you get a lot more animation from the fans. You get your placards. You get 
all the interaction, and this is going to be weird, to say the least. It's all part of ring, ring psychology. The, the, the fighters are bouncing off of their, their, their reactions and developing their match based on the reactions they're getting. Mm. It's, it's good guy, it's good guy, bad guy. You, you get that reaction with the fans. Yeah. A couple of years ago, WWE, um, literally a couple of years ago, WWE released a TV advert where uh, Daniel Bryan, I think it was, and I think it was Seth Rollins, who made his en- their, uh, their entrance to no fans. Mm. And they were sort of looking in the stands and the, the tagline at the end of the advert was, without you, we're nothing. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I think that tagline now is, is, is highlighted even more because I they've had sort of now three or four events now where it's with no crowd. They've done a couple of Raws, a couple of Smackdowns, a couple of NXTs. Yeah. Um, the matches for me, it, it's hard to... It's hard to not notice that there's no fans. It's, it's all you're focused on, and you can hear everything in the ring. You can hear the ring vibrating. Mm. Some people might prefer that, but the fact that you can just hear them talking to each other, right? Yeah, it just ah, oh, I, I just don't get it. I, I just, I, I would prefer, honestly, to have WrestleMania moved. And the main argument against that I've seen on Twitter is that, um, oh, but you know, it, the storyline is built up. You can't just pause it. But you can, it's entertainment. You mm. can just pause it yeah. for a month or two. Because we don't know what's going to happen with COVID-19, yeah. but experts are suggesting that by summer it could die down. Yeah. Like a like flu virus would. Yeah. Um, just just postpone WrestleMania for a mm. month or two. J- just have no TV for a month or two or just have, just have it ticking over because it surely would be better with a stadium full of packed fans. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. And, and yeah, yeah, and WrestleMania is is one of the shows that can pack in eighty thousand, hundred thousand. Um, so you know, if you get it in the right stadium, it can uh, it can get that kind of crowd. So it's the Super Bowl of wrestling. It's it, and it is on a on sure. a event yeah. basis. It is it is comparable to the Super Bowl. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so just to have just it's. I'm not a huge American football fan, so it doesn't mean a lot to me, but to a lot of Americans it means stuff. It means, just take the Super Bowl match that we had um, whenever it was, a couple of months ago, yeah, or last yes. year, mm. and put it in a tiny, like, 1,000 arena football stadium, like a tiny, tiny little stadium mm. that with no fan. It just, <laughs> it people just, would watch it. Yeah. People would watch it, of course, but it I would, think people would be tuning in just to see how funny it's going to look. Yeah, there's going to be an element to that, and, and it, it loses... I don't know, 30, 40, 50% of the spectacle. You still enjoy the matchup, but without the, especially with wrestling, like you said, the interaction that when these wrestlers are going through their, you know, a lot of them are preordained moves, um, they, they yeah. are sort of doing a bit extra because they get a good reaction, backing off of something because it's not getting a reaction. Yes, that's exactly it. It's, of course, it's all it's it's planned out ahead. Yeah. But if if they go into the ring, I forget who it was, but I think you know that the fourth wall in wrestling now is it was almost completely broken, and the fans know what's going on. Yeah. And in one in one document one wrestling documentary somewhere, the guys were saying, "Well, we do it all the time. You know, we, we talk during the match. If something's mm. really bombing and not working, mm. you, you go you go the other way and do something else. If yeah. you're in." Um, so, like Roman Reigns has had a, a couple of WrestleMania main events, and most of the time the fans don't didn't want him there in that spot. Mm. So they booed him. 
Mm. So he said in that match, in that moment, if he's really heavily like against people against him, yeah, he'll he'll change what he does. He'll he'll be a bit more bad guy. Yeah, he'll do a few more moves that might win them round. Yeah, but with no fans, how are you going to know? Mm. Like you're going to be, it's just going to be, yeah, it's, it's going to be weird. You're going to get no feedback from yeah. it at all. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be interesting to to see to see that and. Uh, I wonder if they how much editing they're going to do because if it uh, because it's pre-recorded are they going to try to string some things together or, or leave it quite natural? It, that's going to be interesting as well. I think there'll be a lot of editing. I mm. think I think be heavily heavily edited. It's going to be a very weird WrestleMania because they've got they've got the time to do it now. Of course, it, everything, yeah. everything's pre-taped. They can do what they like with it. Really, yeah. um, they can make it like you said, cinematic a movie. You know, they can. Yeah, they can put it all together how the the director and the ed- editor sees fit. Yeah, I th- well, I think the uh, John Cena the Fiend fight was going to be like that anyway. I think it was going to be. I think it's based at like an outdoor kind of arena anyway, so it's going to be filmed off off base. Mm. So that was going to be like it anyway. Uh, the Undertaker AJ Styles, they they should do that to make, to cover up Undertaker's yeah um, age. But I think they could make matches more of a. Um, you know, like a, pro, like a promo video, mm. like everybody does it. So there's got a bit of music behind it, a bit of tense music behind it, and you see like highlight packages. Do it with the match. Just fit the match into a very highly cinematic, um, watchable video. Yeah. Maybe a bit of music to tense things up to cover up the fact there's no fans. Mm. I mean, I was I was even thinking at one point maybe they should put in a virtual fan. Um, reaction like a, a board yeah yeah I mean the technology is there you could you know um, in, um, implant a, a crowd onto the, the but obviously everyone would know it's not a real crowd but you can cer- certainly get the effect and, and the visual effect but uh, as you're watching that, as you're yeah, watching it, you know help. it can't be it can't be that yeah I think only genuinely would just cover up the fact that there is no fans there and then you could just sort of focus on the match mm. And then, and then, obviously, a real fan, you can't really, as a, with a real fan base, you can't really determine how they're going to react. If it was video based, you probably could. WWE would probably have more success because they can have the fans do what they want. But they're going with the no fans. Um, it's going to yeah. be interesting to see how it, how it pans out. Yeah. And uh, you, you mentioned um, it seems to be a card of people coming out of retirement, which which is why I'm thinking, well, have they really got a next generation of superstars? It's um, Goldberg, and uh, was he has he been retired? What was he retired for at least two, three, three years, maybe a bit longer? Uh, well, he would he retired back in two thousand and four. Wow, yeah, and came back in two thousand sixteen, seventeen for mm. one more fight. And then he sort of came back again for a Saudi Arabia event, mm. and then he came back for another one. And then he's now doing this. Now he just took the title, which was a complete shock. I think people watched because the Fiend was the champion at the time. Mm. Uh, he'd been the champion for a couple of months, and it went into a Saudi Arabia show. Usually, he's a he's a fan favorite of the Prince, isn't he, Goldberg? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he was paid to be there, and they kind of chucked him into a title match, which was a bit surprising to the fans. So we all kind of went, "Okay, that's a bit weird, but nice if." The Fiend would have won, mm. and then oh, okay, that's a, a big moment that you beat somebody like Goldberg, and Goldberg beat him in sort of a minute, and it, it, it was a genuine shock moment. 
because then you realise, oh, Goldberg's going to WrestleMania, which kind of suggests that Vince, again, falling back on his old stars. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to re- rely on Bray Wyatt. He wants to rely on yeah. a fifty-five-year-old guy, Goldberg. Yeah, yeah. Because he thinks it has more mainstream attraction. But, yeah. But do, do you want mainstream attraction, or do you want to attract your actual fan base? That's the question that I ask. Well, so, we we could we could talk about the UFC and in the last four or five years. You you know with UFC all you've heard is, is mainstream. First it was Ronda Rousey, then obviously Conor McGregor for the last four or five years. Um, anyone who crosses over, um, the the potential for your earnings are just literally limitless. And Khabib sort of crossed over as well um, to mainstream. So that seems to be the buzzword for these promotions now. Yeah, money earning. And when Brock Lesnar went uh, left WWE in two thousand five went to the UFC in 2007 I think it was 2008 that kind of time yeah. he had a he had a title fight after what like two, th- two fights I think he had one win one loss and had a title fight Yeah, money speaks and mainstream views speak so if Vince or Dana think that a guy is going to get more pay-per-view buys mm. doesn't really matter I mean he'll walk over the number one ranked guy in the UFC or he'll walk over the next top talent in WWE to yeah. get to Goldberg well, WWE has got a, a, a very um, sort of close relationship with the UFC in terms of not that they're you know partnered or anything, but fighters have come from the WWE, gone to the UFC. It started probably with Ken Shamrock when he was in yeah. the WWE. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Late 90s, early 2000s, his tag name was the world's most dangerous man. Yeah. And uh, he came into the UFC in the early 2000s, mid, maybe mid, and he had a, you know, a few good fights in the UFC. He had quite a, a bit of a feud with Tito Ortiz, I think that was real. Yeah. But, but yeah. people were saying that he bought a good wrestling fan base to the UFC. And yeah. that, that's what Brock Lesnar did as well. So, uh, Oh, Brock Lesnar, hugely. Yeah, yeah, even more. And, and obviously Brock became a heavyweight champion in the UFC. So, uh, but, and, and also, more, more recently, which might be a bit surprising to some people, but probably not wrestling fans, is uh, CM Punk. Um, in his first card, he fought, um, I think Demetrius Johnson was on the main event. Uh, flyweight, but he fought the the guy. Oh man, he Mickey Gall. Mickey Gall, yeah, Mickey Gall, yeah. 
and he fought him. And I think an average pay-per-view card for Demetrius Johnson was 125 to, say, 200,000. Yeah. But because CM Punk was on there, that card did over 500,000 buys. So literally yeah. doubled the card. And, uh, yeah. and I think uh, CM Punk got paid $200,000 or two hundred and fifty for his first fight. And a lot of other fighters were moaning, but my take was he's actually bought the money in, so why shouldn't he get a piece of the pie? I, I think CM Punk actually got um, half a mil from that first fight. The second fight was 250000 mm. Um So imagine that, going to the UFC, earning, you know, having two fights and almost earning a million quid. Yeah. Um, and not doing very well. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the power of WWE, so... Uh, you know, someone else coming in for their first fight in the UFC may get eight. Is it eight thousand and eight if you win, or ten thousand and ten, or something silly? Yeah. But you don't bring three hundred thousand buys with you, do you? No, no. And I think CM Punk was a special case. I think he oh, was just uh, for sure. Yeah. Just, just the name and the fact that he he was almost the first guy to stick it to the WWE and go, no, screw you, I'm going off and doing my own thing. Yeah. And it sort of got mainstream attention that this guy had, had taken on one of the biggest companies in the world and arguably won and told him to stick it mm. and gone to their friend slash rival mm. in the UFC. Yeah. I, think UFC. I think UFC fans don't like the link, but I think WWE fans don't mind because it kind of helps them legitimise their, their their performance. Yeah, yeah. And, and much, the like, other... yeah, much sorry. like Shane Baszler. Much like Shane Baszler, yeah. who's... Uh, up-and-coming star in WWE. Yeah, and there's Matt Riddle as well in WWE, yeah. Yeah, who's, who's rubbing a few people out the wrong way, by, by all accounts. Yeah, but I think with the uh, CM Punk, it sort of proves that even though you're a professional wrestler, and obviously a lot of your um, sort of uh, training and a lot of your achievements are uh, predestined or, or, you know, scripted to a point still got to put hard work in with Brock Lesnar and Ken Shamrock they they had real wrestling credentials what I would call Um, Brock Lesnar was NCAA champion and uh, Ken Shamrock was a a catch wrestler in you know went to Japan and did real shoot wrestling so uh, it's it's not just coming over from the WWE it's what you've done before that as well yeah no absolutely no Ken Ken Shamrock's a beast And uh, yeah, so uh, it's a, it's a card of the, the people coming out of retirement or have been retired, then back in, then back out. So Goldberg. it's a real hybrid card. It's yeah. a real hybrid card full of a mixture of mm. a real mixture of like retired guys, mixture of um, like current guys and up and comers. Yeah. Um, yeah. I call I call I call Shayna Baszler an up and comer. She's almost forty years old, but she's. In in WWE not, sense, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in WWE sense, she she look, she looks she looks younger, mm. and um, she performs younger, but she's she's very she's got very much a, a Brock Lesnar style in in a, in a woman basically is basically how she's being booked. Mm. And she's uh, the Raw Women's champ, Championship the, with Becky Lynch, yeah. Yeah, Becky Lynch is going as champion. Um, I could I could see Shane winning to be honest and going on this huge run like Brock will. I, I think really she might it. she might get a push. I think now, yeah, Shana. 
Yeah, it's 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 been it's been very sudden as well because she was NXT champ. I think she was the longest reigning women's NXT champion. She, she had a couple of reigns as well with it, mm. and you think, oh, and people were commenting saying, well, she's probably the next one to be called up, but she never was. Yeah. Now we're going into this era where everything's sort of intertwined. Uh, you know, for the first time ever, NXT is on WrestleMania. Um, so Shayna was never properly like fully called up. She was yeah. just kind of merging between the two and yeah she's been given a heavy heavy push on Raw um, and rightfully so I think I think I think the women's division needed somebody strong to come in to challenge Becky because Becky was booked so so well for so long you needed somebody legitimate to come in and Ronda left Ronda's still gone yeah yeah and uh, obviously Shayna's got uh, a decent uh, MMA record. She had a, you know, I think thirty odd fights in it. I think it's almost a fifty-fifty record: fifty wins, fifty losses. So uh, she's obviously yeah, she very had, experienced in the MMA. Yeah, she had a few, she had a few losses, but it's it, it's helped her out a, a load in wrestling. So I think a, a load of, I think four women came across from MMA. Um, I think I forget, I forget the others: Jessamine Duke and uh, Marina Shafir who are all ex-MMA they all came over with Ronda to all train wrestling and now they're all in WWE so they've all got this kind of the same sort of gimmick where they're just oh we're a cage fighter you know that's our main our main job yeah and they all have that same style which is is cool if they don't repeat it too many times yeah yeah it's it's worked (laughs) worked so far but I think the novelty will uh will wear off soon so uh, it will wear off it, mm. it's, it's, it's arguably one off of Brock now I think people are sick of him being being as being champ but yeah. again it's, it's, he's, he's, the, he's the biggest name there let's be honest he's, oh, he's yeah. known yeah. across across uh, communities it's not just WWE Universe it's, it's everything he's known mm. everywhere so having him as, as, as champion it doesn't it, it does make sense yeah. um, business wise yeah. It, it is wearing a bit thin. His 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 suplexes every every, every mm. match that he has, and mm. everybody's getting a bit tired of it. But as a name, it works, and it has done for a, a long time. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, but I think Brock is uh, obviously <clears throat> he's getting older. So I'm not sure how much longer <clears throat> Brock has got. I don't think he'll return to the UFC uh, again. Oh, he's retired about four times from the UFC and come back and gone yeah. and come back and gone. Even, yeah. even like two years ago, I think he was he was pushing for a, a UFC return um, because they they even acknowledged. Yeah, because he was uh, Daniel Cormier. Do you remember when Daniel Cormier beat Miocic and oh, Brock came in the cage and pushed Cormier? So that was ready, but I don't know what happened. Oh, he, he started a drug test. Oh right, no, that was before that, wasn't he? He was still on suspension. No. Yeah, but he 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 failed. He he knew he'd fail. That's why he he, he put an end to it. Oh right, okay. WWE basically, if you're a full-time performer, you have to do the drug testing that WWE has, and you're not allowed to be on steroids. If you're part-time, you don't have to. Mm. Mm. He's in phenomenal uh, shape, Brock, and obviously, I'm sure he does work hard. But uh, you know, he's he's got a long history of known steroid use and PEDs. Yeah. It's related to them, yeah. so it was. I think it was a, a widely. Okay, it wasn't confirmed. I, I have to say allegedly on mm-hmm. a wrestling podcast. I have to say allegedly because there is a lot of rumor. Yeah, but allegedly he knew he'd fail. 
the yeah. test that you started testing because that's that's rigorous and extreme. And it's he random as well. Yeah, and completely random. He, yeah. he knew he'd fail that, I think. Mm. And so instead of taking the test and failing and then actually being officially suspended, mm. he just retired and then he didn't have to test. Yeah, yeah. and he's 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 uh, fighting the um, Scottish Terminator, Drew McIntyre. Do yeah. You, do you think this is the the time for Drew to get this the, the limelight, or do you think Brock's still gonna be a king of the hill here? Uh, I I think I think if it was normal circumstances, it's gonna be a Drew win all the time. I I, I think it's definitely his right time. Um, he, he he left WWE or oh, a long a long time ago, mm. maybe, maybe almost ten years ago. About ten years ago, yeah. He, he was this sort of clean-shaven, um, not flabby, but sort of not a great physique, mm-hmm. just kind of small as well. He was tall, but quite small. And he came back with a beard, absolutely mm-hmm. ripped. Yeah. Um, seven, eight years of indie experience. Mm-hmm. And he looked the part. He, he went away from WWE. He matured. He manned up, came back and looked the, the real package. I think he um, went away a boy, came back a man. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, I, I think he has got it all because you know he's got the Scottish accent, but actually he's really good at promos. He's really good on the mic. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's his time, but because of the current situation, mm-hmm. I, I worry that they're going to do a lot of non finishes in in the matches. So I think this might be like a disqualification, a DQ. Um, yeah. yeah, which which means there's no title change. Mm-hmm. Um, because last year it was, it was Brock um, versus Seth and before the match even started Brock came out and destroyed Seth <laughs> then chucked him back in the ring mm. and then the match started I could see it being very similar where Brock just destroys him before the match starts and he just walks off and the match doesn't happen something like that um, yeah yeah. delaying it until mm. the crowd is back mm. that's, that's maybe for uh, for SummerSlam or something yeah yeah, yeah, anything like that. But it's definitely Drew's time. Uh, he, he could hold the title for years. Um, I think he could work with pretty much anybody. He's got the look. He's got he's got the primary skills. He's got the mind skills. Mm-hmm. He's got it all. I, I think. I think. Honest, honestly, he was the best pick for all Rumble winner. Um, because for a while, I, I, I watched the the betting odds go up and down. Because on Royal Rumble Day, the, the the betting odds go absolutely mad and crazy. And for weeks and weeks and weeks, Roman Reigns was the favourite. Yeah, yeah. And so the whole community was going, for God's sake, not again. And then, and then like, within about an hour before the, the, the Men's Royal Rumble, Drew McIntyre became heavy yeah. favourite. And it was like, yes, thank God, like, somebody prop, like, who properly deserves it, properly earned his way there, is finally going to get the shot. And it was, it's his time. I hope so. So in some form, form or shape, uh, Brock's going to hold on to the uh, WWE champion. I, I think so. I, I think he will. I think I think they'll want to, um, to uh, delay the, the crowning until mm. a later date. I, I think. Yeah, and I think it might be similar for the the, the Universal Champion Goldberg versus if it is Roman Reigns. Um, I think they'll they'll keep Gold, Goldberg because he he must be riding you know a crest of a wave and. Uh, He's obviously not going to be around pro wrestling for much longer, so maybe they think, well, keep him as champion for this for this year, and maybe he can go into another main event as champion and, and then finish next year. So I don't see that changing hands if it is Roman Reigns, which we don't know. 
Yeah, again, I, 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 could, I could see them delaying it. Um, it, it, it. It could be Roman Reigns. Um, it could be Braun Strowman. I don't know. It, could, it might not be anybody. They might just leave it off the card. But he's, I think, Gold, uh, Goldberg's 53. But all his matches throughout his entire career have been sort of three or four moves. Mm. Um, they've been five, ten-minute affairs. So I don't think his age really matters. Mm. I think I, I think he'll just keep going because, let's be honest, the, the five-minute match where he does a couple of moves and that's it, it's not going to be hugely draining on his body. I'm sure he'll be fine with that. Mm. He's in great shape. I'm, you know, I'm sure he can cope. So I think again they could delay that if if they can't find a replacement. We don't know. We haven't got any spoilers, unfortunately. And uh, Undertaker, as you said, he's he's gone through a hip replacement literally a couple of years ago. So that can't be uh, can't be good for uh, running around the ring and being thrown. So uh, what what are they doing with the Undertaker? Just purely one-off WrestleMania, or another year or two, or? Yeah, I, I, I think it's WrestleMania and the Saudi shows he's saved for. Mm. I would Undertaker AJ Styles say ten, let's say ten years ago would, would be a dream matchup. It would be the ultimate dream matchup of yeah. uh, the biggest WWE guy ever versus the TNA guy because mm. AJ Styles is in Impact Wrestling for about yeah. fifteen years. That that would have been a dream matchup, but now it, it's cool, but it wouldn't have the um, the effect it would ten years ago. Yeah. I don't feel anyway. Yeah, it's uh, slightly, uh, well, more than slightly. It's it's a bit too late, really. And uh, and John Cena versus uh, Bray Wyatt. So yeah, and you also got Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins, which has been built up for about six months on mm. Raw. Um, we've had Kevin Owens, we've had Kevin Owens versus Seth about a hundred times on Raw in various forms. Um, so this match would kind of be the ending of it. But again, it's, it's they're both kind of NXT guys. They're in NXT for years. When they came into the WWE, they were both, they were both champion there. Again, a great storyline going into that fight, but it's, again, a waste, not wasted, but it's on a WrestleMania with no fans to enjoy it. Yeah, You've got no fans to bounce off. It's just, it makes predicting and talking about the fight, the, the matches hard, because you're just sort of relying on that crowd to bounce off your what you're doing in the ring and you haven't yeah. got that so yeah. I just I just worry that these these huge matches you know the big headline matches mm-hmm. that people wait for for years and months and months on end it's just going to sort, sort of fall on on flat ground which would be a shame yeah and the last one Shayna Baszler versus uh, Lynch uh, I, I would just give it to Shayna it doesn't matter if there's yeah. no crowd that's probably the one fight that I could definitely say that doesn't really matter if there's a crowd or not yeah, yeah. Just, just have Shayna go out there and destroy Becky and take the title and walk off. Yeah. Like, it would, it would work. It would at the Elimination Chamber, which was the last pay per view. Shayna won the Chamber match against six other girls um, to win this shot. And a few fans were criticising it because it was too obvious. But oh, I, just, I think some fans you're never gonna, you're never gonna make happy and you're never gonna satisfy. So. Get out there, destroy Becky. Have a ch- have Shane chuck Becky around that empty arena for sort of ten minutes, pin her one, two, three, and then leave the title. It's that's the easiest booking that they've got going into this, but I'm sure they'll screw it up. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think so. I think they, they, they you know, that's the, uh, the the potential angle that it could go down. But you uh, 
you never know, and you never know how much effect this being behind closed doors has changed the the writer's decisions and and path as well, uh, which in the background obviously happens, you know, every week. So we don't know what's what's changed with the writers with being behind closed doors, if anything. Yeah, it's hard to predict. It, it, it would be even easier if they came out and said, right, no, it's 100% going to be in the performance centre with, with no fans and we're just going to do all the fights mm. as normal. But we just don't know if they are. We could, they could make a lot of them cinematic. We don't know. Um, they're keeping everything under wraps, which is probably helping to keep their um, the interest high, which I'm sure will help yeah. buy rates, I'm sure, and, and network tuning in. Yeah. And just on the one of the last... Point, Matt. Uh, WWD, WWE Network, the uh, the platform. Um, yeah. I, I I think it's safe to say there'll be a spike in you know due to the current circumstances and it's behind closed doors. They'll they'll see a nice spike in the subscription probably from February for a few months. Hugely, yeah. It'll be huge. I would say. I think because you get you get your, your first month free. Mm. Um, and your first pay-per-view free no matter what it is including Wrestlemania so I think uh, e- even if it's just numbers of people tuning in for Wrestlemania and then cancelling it well, yeah. they're going to do it because they're going to want it for free you're not yeah. going to be paying 50 quid which I think is what it, norm- it usually is in America for pay-per-view yeah um, yeah the numbers are going to be huge and then it, even if a lot of people do cancel it mm. a percentage of those people will keep it on yeah so absolutely to check yeah. out the rest of the content yeah um so, probably numbers-wise, you're going you're gonna to be WWE. You're going to lose a lot of money um, refunding the tickets for WrestleMania and mm. and stuff like that. But they're probably going to get it back in other ways. They'll probably but, get it back in advertising through the yeah. network um, and, and pay-per-views because a, a small number of people will do that still. Yeah. So they'll, they'll earn money back in other ways. Yeah, I think it'll be off- offset in in different ways, but. Uh, well, that brings us to the to the end of the, the podcast, Matt. Uh, the first podcast, so it's been really enjoyable and uh, uh, fascinating talking about the the world of uh, pro wrestling. So uh, and WrestleMania, yes, a, bit, a bit of a change of pace for me and you. Because if the if, if the listeners don't know me and you, we we're on various MMA podcasts together mm-hmm. and. Uh, it's just different things to talk about so it's been, yeah. it's been good fun mate it's been good fun yeah absolutely so uh, yeah this has been uh, Purely Wrestling the Pro Wrestling Podcast the, the first episode episode one uh, sponsored by SRB Media Podcast all shows will be hosted on the SRB Media Radio platform uh, so please go to there um, srbradio.podbean.com so you can you can get football podcasts Speedway, um, the MMA, the, the MMA Shower, and a bunch of other podcasts, and rest, Purely Wrestling will be on there as well, and uh, you can catch us on Twitter, and, and uh, we'll have uh, an email set up soon, and some other uh, platforms to, to get in contact with, so uh, thank you Matt, it's been, uh, it's been great talking about wrestling, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll do this again for sure. Yeah, absolutely. A week, a week to go is it until WrestleMania? So that'd yeah. be good. Yeah, good to watch that, and uh, let's see what happens. It's been yeah. a pleasure, mate. And uh, yeah, so this has been uh, purely wrestling, and uh, everyone out there, please stay safe, and uh, 
we'll uh, hear, hear hear from you in the the next uh, next month's podcast. So, uh, thank you and goodbye. Thank you.